Life Audio. Hi, friends. Welcome to Breathe, the Stress Less Podcast. I'm Bonnie Gray, your soul care guide for this time designed just for you to breathe in God's love through His promises and His Word, and to exhale your stress. Each show, we explore a different topic of stress, and I share a practical soul care tip, an action you can take to restore calm to your emotions and your body, and we do it through science and scripture. Today's show is very special. We're going to enjoy a time of meditation. I will help guide you in this time of meditation so that you can calm and hear God's voice. And once you're touched with his peace through his word, you're going to feel that spark. That's what we're going to explore today. It's joy. And how can you nurture that spark of joy in your life? Especially as we are in Advent, we are now into the third week, getting closer to Christmas And sometimes that might be a cause of stress because as time is getting closer, you may be busier and it may be dawning on you that you cannot meet everybody's expectations. And you're also wrestling with your own expectations for this holiday season. And those two things create a pressure, a set of pressures where your heart is lost. Your heart is put to the side and you might not feel that you're a candidate for joy. But today through our meditation, through God's word, you're going to find that God has good news for you. We are going to find that spark in you because Jesus said that a flickering wick, he will not extinguish. So even though that flame within you seems so precarious, one minute you think, okay, there's a chance for joy. Another minute, something happens that stresses you out. And then you might think that that flame of joy is extinguished. But Jesus, he is living within you and he is the shepherd of your soul. And he has ways to keep that flame lit and we must nurture and guard it. I'm a soul care mentor and I guide women into wellness. And part of that role is to ask questions because those questions guide you to be in touch with what's really happening inside you, that garden within your soul. God calls us to nurture. That's you, the true you. So as I ask you this question, you're being connected to Jesus because Jesus, he is alive within you. And he hears your unspoken questions and he feels all those emotions you put aside. That's a first step of wellness is being connected to God in an intimate way within your soul. So my question to you today is, what's keeping you from joy? What's influencing your experience of joy? Jesus says that he comes so that we can have joy abundantly. And in fact, the root word is about wholeness. It's about having it different pieces you put to the side. But God says, no, Those parts of you are important. They're part of gathering back so that you can experience joy. 
If your heart is covered up and hiding, how can you use your heart to feel joy, right? So what are the stresses that's keeping you from experiencing joy? It's never too late to choose joy. It's never too late to be touched by God, to feel his presence, and to remember that how you feel matters. And what brings you joy is important. So what are the things that once gave you joy? And what's keeping you from it this Christmas? When we come back from a word from our sponsors, we're going to step into a time where you can breathe in God's loving word to you again so that you can find that spark lit back up to your body to activate the rest response. Then when we come back, we'll be able to add God's word, pair it with God's word, and then it'll be oxygen for your soul when you're reminded of God's loving word to you. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-497-4410. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in, anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-497-4410. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-497-4410. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. Well, I'm your soul care guide, and I want to invite you to pick up a copy of my newest book, Breathe, 21 Days to Stress Less and Transform Chaos to Calm. You've made it the ECPA bestseller, and as you're picking up those last-minute gifts, this is an easy gift to bring joy, because every one of us needs that permission to choose joy. Every one of us needs permission to focus on our wellness, because Most of us are pouring out and we can easily feel lost, taking care of everybody else. And yet God's constant whisper through his word is that you are important to God. You are worth loving and you're worth taking care of. So pick up this copy for yourself and get copies for your friends. Well, friends, I always love to start out with the story. And I want you to think back when you were a child. You were a little girl. What was something that just brought a little spring in your step? What lit up your world? Well, we had something that was called zero period in high school. I'm a night owl. I kind of wake up when it starts getting later in the evening. I just love staying up late. And it's finally some of my time. It's always been that way for me as a little girl, whether it's reading or just, it's just quiet in the house. But There was one thing that was able to get me up in the morning. In fact, at 5.30, I took public transportation. I took the bus. So I needed to get to school at 7 a.m. That's called zero period. Do you know what happened at zero period? It 
was a time where I would carry my violin case, walk through the quiet halls, and click open my case because that's when I took my violin out and I would play in the orchestra. Orchestra only happened at zero period. So if you wanted that class, you had to get to school before everybody else. I didn't own my violin, but because of the public school, we had a wonderful music program. I used the school's violin. I never even hardly talked to other people in the orchestra outside of our class, but for that one hour, we played together and we made music. We spoke the language of music. And now in that interesting, I didn't own the violin. We weren't friends outside of the class. And I had to get up at 5.30 in the morning when it was just still dark to take the bus. But what got me up was that moment where just for an hour, I didn't have to think about anything else. And I didn't even have to be good at playing the violin. I just played it and I felt happy. What's something like that for you where you didn't have to think about it? You didn't have to be good at it. But when you did enjoy it, you felt the world was a good place. That's how I like to describe joy. It's like you kind of get lost in enjoying something, doing something where it didn't matter how you were doing it. It just mattered that you were spending time and time flew by and the world felt good. That's the way I picture and feel joy. How do you feel joy? What was something like that? Well, somewhere along the way, as we grow up, as we serve God, we serve our families, we leave that part of us on the side. We kind of forget about that child within us. And so Christmas is a wonderful reminder that God came for you, the child in you. You know, when everybody was so busy asking Jesus towards the end of his life, who's going to sit on your right and left and who's the greatest? Jesus said, here, bring a child to me. And the greatest in the kingdom is a child's faith. He says, in order to experience God's kingdom, you must have faith as a child. And so this is really key part of joy is that we need to create space in our lives where we don't have to do anything for anybody else. It's that childlike faith in you where you receive. Well, as we step into the story today, we're going to get some cues. We're going to get some clues as to what are the conditions, what are the ingredients to being able to experience joy in your heart and in your soul. And as I read this scripture slowly, I want you to just relax. If it's in the daytime or evening right now, just relax your shoulders. Go ahead and relax your hands. You can place them on your lap or put them to your side, or maybe you're walking. You can just breathe in, breathe out. And just focus on the words. And this is called Lectio Divina. It's called Holy Scripture Reading. And really what it means is to read Scripture slowly. It's a way of savoring, slowing down, and to create that pause. And just listen. And allow God to touch your heart. Notice what word or phrase speaks to you. And after I read that once, I'll just come back around with you and I'll point out some observations and point out something specifically that have to do with some questions on joy. How joy is speaking in your story? 
How is God inviting you? And so let's go ahead now and and spend that time. We're going to step through Luke chapter 2, verses 8 to 20. And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks by night. And an angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord, and he will be assigned to you. You will find a baby wrapped in claws and lying in a manger. Suddenly, a great company of the heavenly host appeared with the angel, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven, and on earth peace to those on whom his favor rests. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. So they hurried off and found Mary and Joseph and the baby who was lying in the manger. When they had seen him, they spread the word concerning what had been told them about this child. And all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds said to them. But Mary treasured up all these things and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things they had heard and seen, which were just as they had been told. So friends, what was the word or phrase that drew you in? This way of listening to scripture is contemplative. It means you're just allowing God to touch your heart with a word or phrase. Well, one of the observations I want to make is that at the beginning, when the shepherds were living out in the fields nearby, we find that they were on the outside and they were taking care of the sheep. So could this be a place where you're feeling right now about joy? Maybe you feel like you're on the outside because you're so focused and preoccupied taking care of others. Now, it's been your role and responsibility. Again, as you know from this story, this is not where they experienced joy. They had to leave. And that might seem like a very odd invitation for God to ask you to leave that role, that hat you wear, that burden you've been carrying in order for you to experience personal joy with Jesus so that you're no longer on the outside. Maybe you feel the best you can do is to be happy for others experiencing joy. You're kind of on the outside. But Jesus is whispering to you, you are worthy of joy. I don't want you to be on the outside. I want you to lay down this responsibility or this expectation for caring for others. And I want you to create a pocket of space that's just for you to experience joy. It's in this place that the angel appeared to them. And so interesting, their response 
It says they were terrified. Maybe this invitation that I'm sharing with you right now makes you feel scared. Maybe you're feeling terrified, like, no, I cannot disappoint this other person in my life. No, I need to just keep going. I am used to just saying yes to everything. I can't say no. I can't cause any problems. I can't rock the boat. I don't know what what's causing you to feel afraid or terrified. Well, the angel said, do not be afraid. I bring you good news. What is that good news? It's connected to joy specifically. So the good news is that you're worthy of joy. Interestingly, it says it's for all people. So you are included. You're not excluded. There's no exemption for you. (laughs) Friend, you are worthy. And it's not just a little bit of joy. It says great joy. So first, friend, I just want to reassure you, do not be afraid. This good news really is meant for you. But you might be telling me, Bonnie, that's fine. Maybe I'll get to that later. I'll try to remember it. This is good news in my mind right now. Okay, but I need to get back to being busy and stressed out. Well, it's interestingly, the angel said today in the town of Bethlehem, today in the town of David, a Savior's been born to you. Today, right now, today. <laughs> and you need to go find what it is. That's going to give you joy. It says you're going to find a baby in claws lying in a manger. Friend, God has prepared something for you, but you and I, we need to have that courage to put feet to faith today, not waiting, because this is what's interesting. It says that the shepherds hurried off to find Mary and Joseph and the baby. Do you remember in our first Advent reflection with Mary? After she received some news, and she too was terrified. Remember, the angel also said to her, do not be afraid. She hurried to the hill country. So this is an element of joy. We have to respond, maybe even spontaneously, maybe oddly. Maybe it doesn't even seem like it makes sense. And yet God wants us to hurry to experience his joy. I don't know what that is that God's been putting on your heart, that you've been putting off. God is saying to you today to hurry, to receive and experience whatever it is that God has for you. And this is interesting. I love this, that the angel said, the shepherd said, let us go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened that the Lord has told us about. So they not just heard it, they had to respond to it by taking action. I think that the last consideration I want to reassure your heart is that the angels said, glory to God in the highest heaven and on earth peace to those on whom his favor rests. Friend, you are highly favored. The peace that God brings is that you are favored. You are highly favored. Have you ever felt favored? Have you ever been somebody's favorite and you had favored treatment? Well, Jesus says that you are favored. And what would your life look like? What kind of different choices would you make if you really lived out that truth? 
that idea that you're favored. You're favored. Well, that's pretty amazing. You know, I think that many times we're looking for big things to be amazed, but you know, it's amazing when you are lit up with joy. It's a great thing. The world feels good again. You're favored, friend. When we come back, we're going to breathe in our breath prayer. For today's breath prayer, you can choose the word or phrase that spoke to you as we went through that time of meditation. What were the word or words that you were drawn to? I'm going to choose a special set for us this week as a brief community for joy. And it's going to be coming from inspired by Luke chapter 2, verse 14. When the angel said, glory to God in the highest heaven and on earth peace to those on whom his favor rests. So our breath prayer is going to be, I am favored by God. Okay, so we're going to breathe in, I am, exhale, favored by God. I am, inhale, favored by God, exhale. I am, inhale. Favored by God. Exhale. Friend, you are favored by God. And that is a place where joy can be sparked. Because once you step into this story where you are favored by God, you will have lots of ideas as to what you want to say no to and what you want to say yes to. And one last thought is about Mary, because she said that she pondered, she treasured all these things. So maybe for you, this Christmas is really having that quietness where you can have space to just even ponder. The root word for ponder is having conversations. You might have to have some honest conversations with yourself and with God about what are the things in your life that God's inviting you to let go of so that you can go and experience more joy in the new year. This Christmas, may God touch your heart with a spark for you to practice more things that give you joy. Because this is is a sacred practice. That's how God brings us to him when Jesus says, I've come to give you joy. So we're partnering with God together to practice joy and have more of it in our lives, just like fanning that flame that we started our time together with. Well, friend, for today's practical soul care tip, I want to share with you a challenge. I want you to take time today. Remember that word today in our story? Take time today or this week to show the little girl in you, that she is worthy of joy. Why don't you share with a friend an idea you have to experience joy this Christmas or in the coming year? What's something that you can do? And you can choose one thing that you can do to bring you joy, to welcome Jesus into your day. Choose joy as an act of faith today, and God will meet you in that movement because joy is meant for you. A Brigham Young University study shows that 
sharing positive experiences leads to heightened well-being, increased overall life satisfaction, and even more energy. Research confirms this. When you share what gives you joy, that joyful feeling increases and lasts longer. So share your joy first by talking about what you will be doing that gives you personal joy. And then as you step into it and you start enjoying those things, it will be very natural for you to share that moment and invite somebody into it. But first, you need to receive it for yourself first. Just like that oxygen mask, we need to receive that oxygen of joy first ourselves before we share it with others. And that's usually backwards. We usually practice it by saying, I need to make sure I take care of everybody else and then I'll get the leftovers. But that is not true. In God's kingdom, you are the center of God's heart. You're the center of his love. Your well-being is God's heart for you. God says, comfort others, but with the comfort you first received yourselves. So friend, this Christmas, I am so excited for you. I am curious, what is God inviting you to experience that would give you joy? Well, friend, I want to share with you a testimony. I invited a friend. She actually goes to my church. I just met her. Her family was invited to light the Advent candle. And I really loved what she had to share. And I asked her if she wouldn't mind sharing that with us. Her name is Keisha Hosmer, and I asked Keisha to share her story, her testimony of how God guided her on a journey when hope and joy, they were running low. And I'm curious how her story speaks to yours. I love how God is so creative. He meets us and we can receive his touch and the world can feel good again. Our family moved from Boston to the Bay. In February of 2018, we were heartbroken to leave an incredible community there, but we also knew that God was going with us. Fast forward to 2023, five years in the Bay, yet almost half of those years consisted of a global pandemic. We had made some friends, but many felt just transactional and a bit disingenuous. We had moved neighborhoods right before the world shut down, and we craved community as a family. And personally, I was really struggling with living here and feeling extremely alone. Discontentment filled my heart and my mind. If only we hadn't moved, I'll be happy when we buy a home. I'll find joy when we leave California. If my prayers were answered the way I'd hoped, it was easy for me to feel hope, but when they weren't, I continued to pull away and isolate myself. I reasoned that if I protected my heart, that it wouldn't hurt as much when people moved away, or when we perhaps would move as well. I was putting my hope in the plans for the future I thought I wanted not in the God who answers our prayers and desires so much more than we can even think or imagine. As I continued to pray for God to change my circumstances and the circumstances for our family, I realized my tunnel vision wasn't allowing me to see God at work in so many areas of our lives. Without many tangible changes, a shift in perspective and where I'm placing my daily hope has made all the difference. It's easy to live like the hurdles to calling the Bay Area home are too big for God. But the truth that we can rest in is that he is so much bigger. When we place our hope in him, we can trust his timing and stop missing the ways he's working. 
In the second half of 2023, we have seen God provide community, friends, and a church home that we were beginning to think just wasn't possible for us out here. We can trust in His timing, putting our hope in His eternal and forever promises. So friend, how did that speak to you as Keisha shared? You can find Keisha at coconutrobot.com. That's her website, and you can connect with her. Just click on the links in my show notes, and you'll be able to connect with Keisha. Romans 12, 12. Be joyful in hope, patient in affliction, faithful in prayer. And we can do that when we can nurture and refill our tanks by doing things, creating space, enjoy the things that give you joy. Because in order for us to get through hard times, we need our tank filled. And joy might look different in each season of our lives. So friend, thank you for sharing this time. I look forward to gathering with you next week. As we look towards the new year, get ready to sign up for Soul Care School. Soul Care School is where I get to interact with you directly. I'm going to cheer you out. We're going to do Finding Your Joy with Jesus. That's our theme for Soul Care School from January to March. We're also going to step through Lent together. So don't do life alone. Let's do it together, Soul Care Sisters. Get ready. Registration will open soon. So remember that you're loved, you're cherished. Just rest. I'll see you next time. Breathe, the Stress Less podcast is a production of Life Audio and Salem Media. If you liked what you heard today, please take a second to rate and review this podcast in your favorite podcast app so that more listeners like you can find the show. For more faith-filled, inspirational podcasts, visit us at lifeaudio.com. Have you ever attempted to read the entire Bible? Did you do it, or did you only make it part way? I'm John Stonge, and I host a podcast that will make it possible for you to make it through the entire Bible, one chapter at a time. I've been hosting the Chapter a Day Audio Bible Podcast since 2015, and every single day of the week, I read one chapter of Scripture, then follow that up with a time of prayer. And if you're looking for daily insights and inspiration directly from God's Word, I hope you'll give the Chapter a Day Audio Bible a listen. You can find it at lifeaudio.com or on your favorite podcasting app.